Coach Edelstein here, your celeb expert and your celeb savant. Celeb Savant is a weekly entertainment show. We have long-form career retrospective type interviews with celebrities, singers, actors, and industry experts. On this episode of Celeb Savant, I'll be speaking to Tanya Nolan. Tanya Nolan is a soulful R&B pop singer, songwriter, actor, fashion designer, entrepreneur, and producer. She's known for her unique power range original tracks, and cinematic music videos. She's had a number of songs chart on the Billboard charts. Up next on Celebs Vant, we've got Tanya Nolan. Tanya, thank you for your time today and being on the Celebs Vant podcast. To start off, tell us, where do we find you in the world? What's happening in your life and how are you doing? Oh, um, where you can find me, um, simply um, uh, Google Tanya Nolan and it's spelled T-A-N-Y-A, Nolan, N-O-L-A-N, in any search engine, and it will lead you to all of my music. When it comes to um, social media, like um, Instagram, for instance, is I am Tanya Nolan. YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, Twitch, even Twitter is Tanya Nolan. That's okay. how you can find me. And as far as how I'm doing today, I'm, it's a great day today. Woke up feeling refreshed. Um, ready to get my day started. And this is my first interview for today. And I have about 10 more. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so Tanya, let's take it all the way back to your uh, musical career. What mm -hmm. st started you or invigorated you to get into the entertainment industry? And how did that itch allow Tanya to do that? Okay, well, you know, um, I was 15 years old and um, I wanted to make some extra money. So I asked my mom, is it okay if I get um, a, a job? She said, of course, yes, real quickly and handed me the Galveston Daily News um, newspaper. So as I was um, searching to the newspaper, um, one thing that caught my attention was an ad that was looking for a female vocalist uh, for a local band. And the band was called Down to Earth. That was the name of the band. Um, I called the number addition over the phone. I don't remember what song I actually um, sung over the phone, but... He was like, well, how old are you? And um, I, I need for your um, your parents to bring you to a rehearsal. He wanted to know if that was really me singing. So we went to the rehearsal. Um, I got the gig and I have not stopped since. So even from the age of 15 up until now, um, I've been at it when it comes to, you know, music. So when did you leave the band Down to Earth and become a solo artist? Oh, I was with Down to Earth from the age of 15 to maybe um, 22, 23. Okay. And I started my own um, band. Um, I went by the name of QT when I was with Down to Earth, and that's QTEE. -E. But um, when, when I branched off to do my own thing, it was authentically myself, Tanya Nolan. That's the name that I use. And um, we've been doing my own thing as far as not being under the umbrella of someone else um, about the age of 23. So the difference between performing with the band and performing mm -hmm. solo, what is the difference for you? Well, for me, it, it's not a difference. When I was performing with the band, even when I branched off to do my own thing, I still had a band uh, yeah. with me. But in the studio, there's a difference when you're not with a band because it's not the stage, you know, you behind the mic in the studio booth. So there's a difference doing my originals. With bands, um, I pretty much was doing copy tunes with a mixture 
of my originals. But the, the only difference is, is that um, not being on stage versus being in the studio booth. So your creative process from creating yeah. zero to three to four minute song, mm-hmm. what is that process for you? And does it change each time? No, each time is, is, is different. It's never um, the same, just like butterflies. They don't look alike. So the process is different. You don't you don't know where it's going to take you. And uh, what inspires your writing? Is it experiences of yourself or what's happening around the world or both? It's a combination of both, but mostly for me, it's experiences that I've actually encountered during my journey. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I constantly tell myself, do not be selfish <laughs> when it comes to, you know, my writing process by putting a lot of, me into it like real life events so I allow myself to do that that's very challenging for me because I am extremely private but um I I force myself to do that because I know if I do that I'm not disservicing my followers and my fans and also the thing is though even though it's your experiences the way the fans interpret it for themselves will each be different will each what be different so the way they interpret each of your songs so everyone mm-hmm. interprets information differently. So it's called neurolinguistic programming. So I will interpret a song differently to you. So the meaning for them will be slightly different compared to what you wrote about. It it might be. You know, you never know. Each person experience is different, but some most of, for the most part, I, I would gather if they can relate to it that yes. it has some similarities. Exactly. So it's a blessing in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Many years ago it was CDs vinyls cassettes they're making a comeback gratefully because mm-hmm. i love me a cd i love holding the book i love looking at the art i love looking at the lyrics now we've got these streaming platforms what is your perception <laughs> of the way people are now consuming music i don't like it but um you know i i, I choose to go with it you know so i can you know stay in the game and have my um music heard um it's a big difference especially financially but I do miss to being able to open up a CD and seeing all the credits and seeing the beautiful pictures and some had the the lyrics and some personal um things about about themselves um we're not able to do that more so unless um there's a special edition of a vinyl you know or something yeah. like that and I miss having the the luxury of, of being able to for particular artists, because they do have some CDs out, but particular, um, especially underground artists and a lot of independent artists that are very talented, whereas they don't have their music out in the Targets or the Walmarts, et cetera, et cetera, or record stores to be able to go in there and just just look. So um, I do miss that part. So, yeah, I agree, because it's a whole journey experience, going to the store, mm-hmm. paying for it, choosing what you want, coming back, yeah. being excited to listen to the songs. These days mm-hmm. with the streaming platforms, it's like, oh, I don't like the song, so I'll just skip it. And it's, ta- yep, yep, yep. it's taken away some of that energy exchange for you guys as the artists, because I believe as we pay for the CD, we're saying thank you to you for your hard work that you've done. And I'm still doing that because I buy my CDs. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's just, it's in inverted commas cheapened the music industry, I would say, because do you agree with that? I agree with that. Totally. It's like um, artists nowadays, some of them are getting less than a penny. Um, the record labels are not even from from my research. And I could be wrong and not getting the majority of, of the dollars 
but um, I, I think it's a complete ripoff. You know, in South Africa, there are no more CD shops. They all closed down a what? few years ago. Yeah. So when I oh, buy my wow. CDs, I have to buy them from Amazon overseas because there's no other route for me to buy my CDs. Tell us the new music that's coming out. Tell us a little bit more about the new songs. Gladly. So I do have a holiday single out now called What Would a Christmas Be? Produced by uh, Corey Moe. Um, it's out on all major platforms um, as we speak today. I'm super proud about it. And it's called What Would a Christmas Be? I do have new music coming out in 2023, the first quarter. Excited about that. Got a couple of features. Not ready to um, announce who that is as of yet, but it, it is a pleasant prize. So I'm excited about um, 2023, the new music, and you know the new the new um, videos that I have coming out. And I actually I'll be on tour in 2023, my first major tour. So I'm excited about that as well. Super excited. So is the new music going to accumulate into a, a CD? Uh, the new music is definitely going to accumulate into an album. So okay. I have a few more songs to um, record, but I have a lot to um, choose from. So I'm curious to know what um, my focus group is going to pick. How, what do you mean your focus group? Is these Are these fans or? They, yes, it's fans and, um, um, you know, associates and um friends okay. will will be all around i, I don't know what um spot i'm gonna have it at as of yet we're going to play uh, my unreleased music okay and they're going to write down which ones they like the best and um i'm going to consider that and that's how i'm going to choose um what's going to make the album or not and if one of the songs that you love is not chosen are you still going to put it on the album absolutely because it's my album there we go <laughs> that is there we go that's i love that <laughs> Yes, I'm a fan of myself. So there we of course. Go. if we can't be fans of ourselves, then no one can be a fan of us. Exactly. Yeah. And I am the label. So I get to make the final decision. I like that. There we go. What do you enjoy about performing live? What I enjoy about performing live is that I get to actually interact with the audience. I I love the feel of being on stage. I love the feel of the sound of real instruments um, behind me and to the left and to the right. Um, it's just an incredible feeling than just being um, in a studio, studio booth. It's like uh, the stage to me is like my second home. I absolutely adore it. It, it just feels right. And you still get nerves before going onto stage to perform? Absolutely. And what I tell myself constantly, and I'm like, after all these years I've been doing this forever, I still get nervous. So, but what I tell myself to calm my nerves is that, Tanya, you get to do this. You get to do this. I I, I convince myself that it is rewarding, although I know it's rewarding. It's just, it um, downs the, um, the nervousness a tad bit. But I think the nervousness allows for that passion to come through because if that nervousness wasn't there, I think it would be strange, you know, for anyone performing live. I don't know, because when you're nervous, you're not putting your best foot forward. From That's me personally. Okay. I, I, I want to be, I want to be calm. I want to be relaxed. And I just want to perform like it's like it's like it's a treat. Okay. Understand. Without feeling as if I'm getting judged. Okay. Now I like standing in front of concerts. And what okay. frustrates me is that everyone's got their cell phone trying to get the perfect picture or video of the artist when they're right in front of them. Yeah. As the receiving end of that, how does that make you feel? 
it's today's time is what's mm -hmm. happening. You know, if you have all these people out on your phone and you say, hey, put your phone down, you know, they're going to put it up anyways. Yeah. They're going to have it out anyways. So, I mean, you know, let, just let them do them. And that is a big difference because they was not doing that like that years ago because that we didn't have what you call cameras on the flip phones. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, it got to go with the flow. You don't have to go with the flow, but I'm choosing to go with the flow. So um, I've allowed myself to get comfortable with it. And pre-cell phones, cameras weren't allowed into concerts. They confiscated them. So they yep. can confiscate everyone's cell phones. So it makes exactly. sense. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Tanya, I'm going to put you on the spot. I love playing this game, but my recipients don't always like it. I'm with it. Let's go. So I know the answer will change if I ask you this question in two minutes, 20 minutes or two days. Okay. Your go-to top five songs by other artists in this moment. Go-to top top five songs. Of course, mm -hmm. Tanya Nolan first. Second, I'm uh, Jasmine Sullivan. Third, the Bee Gees. Mm -hmm. Fourth, Michael Jackson. Fifth, Prince. It's a nice nice mix. Interesting. Yeah, mix. I can go. I can go on and on and on. Yeah, we all could, but that's why I like playing mm -hmm. this game because it's like, mm -hmm. okay, in this moment. Let's just choose and have fun. Right. So, Tanya, the podcast is listened to throughout the world. The US, UK, Australia are my main listening audiences. Obviously, South mm -hmm. Africa as well. So, as a final message to the listening audience that's out there around the world, what would you like to say? I would like to say this. Continue to always look forward to a Tanya Nolan record. Your support is appreciative. Um, add me to your playlist. When I have a tour, buy a ticket, come support because um, I plan on not letting any of my followers and fans down. I hope it's really an enjoyable, memorable um, experience for the both, for all of us. Perfect. So as Tanya says, listen, play, enjoy and experience the music. That's right. <laughs>